Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. My name is David Zhao, and I am Managing Director of Coda Strategy. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Hong Gao, the Executive Director of Enterprise Data at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Thank you, David. Very excited to speak with you today. Now, of course, technology, we all know, is useless without some good governance behind it. And there we um, often see a challenge between new data versus legacy data. Mm -hmm. So at your company, how do you manage new data? So that'd be like data available in third-party APIs from Mm -hmm. the cloud compared to legacy data, for example, DOS or mainframe-based platforms. Uh, Kind of tell me about what the difference in governance approach you have for new data versus legacy data? So the new data, uh, it's a mountain of data. <laughs> so how do we manage it? How how do we utilize it? So pe- is this going to be in silos or people pull as they wish? How do you publish, disseminate? So I think all those questions and that you touched the core point is the governance. Governance become an essential piece in overall data management. So let me speak to the third-party data because those are the data we acquire from the external entities, right? When we look at the third-party data, first is business needs. So based on the needs, we get what we are intend to use. So we understand the intention of the use first. So on that point, we have quite uh, a mature process on engagement and engaging and adoption, looking at the business needs, accessing how to integrate in our own platform, whether looking into the operational system, integrate to them, hook it up, or as well as just putting in a data warehouse as a component. Uh, legal compliance review. Can or cannot use and how to use, for example, email, texting, texting, phone numbers, and what is the disclosure? Mm-hmm. Uh, data from legacy platform, uh, our admin, admin system, policy admin system are mainframe based. So mainframe itself is very protected. We have a good security tool in place. But another sense is there is data integrity issues. So those are vendor products over the years. You get from how many years we're in business, how many years we have adopted those uh, legacy platforms. So that's a lagging. But for me, when we get the data, we have a set of hundreds of rules checking on every day to see, hey, is this often record? Where is the missing? and analyze those missings and is this due to timing? Because I put at a particular point of time, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, that is fine. So if those researches we have done on a daily basis and use automated process, those are fine. And with the certain disparity and the problems, we do engage the mainframe to analyze. So all to all, to me, another flavor of the governance is does do people understand the data? Do mm-hmm. they understand the meaning of data? And how do we measure so that everybody is agree upon? 
I can give you a personal story on that. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, when we started the one piece of data governance, we did early on. And to me, it's very mature for people to adopt of the enterprise data management concept is common definition. Mm-hmm. Uh, our basic and important data. For example, new client, new business. What is new? Never have any business with us. That's new. That's easy. What if they left and come back? Is that new? Or how long it's new? So we, right. and when you say a, a new new business, a, a new policies, that's even interesting. The story I can give you a couple of years ago when we started calculating those uh, policies and I said, I have 20 policies this week. Our business area come back to me. No, I have 23. Because when you put your measurements out there, the buying is very important. So we come down to every single policy. Why? Soon we figured out they are counting is as long as custom pay. That's my new business. Agent says, I made it a sale, which is not wrong. But where I come, I want to make sure it's a legit business, meaning underwriting approved. So there is a different rules to be used. You come up with very different numbers. Who to believe? They're all right in one sense. So convince the business areas and education, data literacy on that point is very important. Agree upon all the common definitions. So let's say from now on, what we count is based on these set of rules. Going back to the basic is your data has to be accurate, has to be right, down to one Z, two Zs. Otherwise, we went to, we went through about several years of effort to make sure every data points we got, we are reliable and the agent call us, we can tell them, hey, you do have this. They say, no, I don't. I wrote two more. I said, yes, you did but they are not going to be effective next week. So mm-hmm. your credit will come in next week. So all these, you have to down to every single one. So that is the effort of data trust and the data governance comes to play. Got it, got it. And I love how you you know you talk about for data governance to be effective, we need to have rules. But then we create a new set of challenges, right? Because now people have to agree on the rules. We have to maintain the rules. And then even before that, people have to understand what the rules are. And really, if you think about it, that's a data maturity problem, right? It is. It's very and that, that brings me to my next question. So, you know, when we're talking about data maturity, look, data science is in vogue. Everybody knows that. Yes. And when we apply data science correctly, we know that it can be transformative, especially for insurance, all those use cases that you described at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you know, in my personal experience, at least, insurance companies tend to hire data scientists over the last, let's say, five to 10 years. And those data scientists just end up building 
fancy graphs and charts. It, it's not what we would teach kids data science looks like at school, at least. Yes, yes. And, you know, you know, the more I think about it, I believe it's a maturity thing in the insurance industry. But I'm curious, what, what's your opinion about data maturity and how to get the most value out of all the data scientists that we've been hiring in the insurance industry? I think, David, you come to a very good point. And this is definitely a phenomenon it was before. And I think you also touch on really is the maturity on the role, data specialist type of role, involvement, evolution or involvement coming to. So I think that was the case before but definitely has changed, at least at my workplace, also as well as my conversations and discussion with peers in other insurance entities. Now, to me, you ask my opinion, to me, Mm -hmm. I see several uh, kind of data specialists in in all the the area you mentioned is the data engineers and the reports and the create fancy graphs and also the, the algorithm development. So I I think of those all these roles into a couple of categories. One is data engineers. So to me, data engineers, those are the ones to organize data, integrate data into a logical and readily available usable format for different purposes. That's one. Now, another one I can look at is you can call data analytic, data analytics analyst or visual, visualization. So what I look at them is their primary responsibility is to build a data semantic layer and the models along with endpoint data products. What I mean by that, the endpoint data product, you talk about reporting, you talk about dashboard, you talk about the models that the people Data power users can link to and graph and the results. You pre-build a lot of set measurements for them. So depending on company size and how fine the responsibilities in each business, and sometimes this role is under business areas. So you call those people uh, data citizens, uh, power users. At my company, this role is centralized together with other data professionals within the enterprise data management team. So we develop models, I call semantic layer models, and reports and and dashboards and visualizations. Now, to your interest, data scientists, right? Lot of merging the responsibility given all down to the data scientists, which in my mind, their primary responsibility has a very set of specific duties. they do, of course, need some skills mentioned in the above two roles, right? They need to able to automate some data collection and the pre-processing, um, the structured and unstructured data for data, in certain ways, data illustration. However, the core responsibility resides in the advanced data analytics, data mine, data minings and R&D initiatives on the data require strong statistic and mathematics skills. That includes predictive analytics, AI machine learning model development on various use cases, involve data engineers to operationalize 
AI product into business world. So I think to me, there's a clear delineation among these set of roles. Got it, got it. Well, I think that was all the time we have today. Thank you again, Hong. Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is lucky to have such a smart and capable leader as yourself. Thank you. Uh, it, it was fun. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. And uh, for those watching, please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Again, my name is David Zhao. I'm Managing Director of CODIS Strategy, and this has been part of the CDO Magazine interview series.